You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 19th of September, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Um, and, uh, Dave, dude, it's been, it's been, it's been a weird week. It has been a weird week. Safest way to phrase it. It's been a weird week. Um, way so much going on that we could talk about the weirdness or we could just dive into it. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I I think we're, we're lucky and, and probably safe from ourselves here because, oh, we could, as I was discussing last week, we could like basically write this into our intro. It's been a big week in search. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been, uh, it's probably, we are, are just, you know what? I, I'm just going to let folks know we are just a few weeks shy of my favorite radio making season. Um, and, and that is conference season. <laughs> oh, Loving it. Uh, we're, we're coming up to conference season. So folks, if you can get there, obviously, you know, PubCon's coming up, State of Search is coming up. Like there, there's some great conferences coming up. Um, we'll be doing some coverage from them. Um, but if, if you get, and if you can make it, Hey, let me know. And, and maybe we can interview you or, or at least, uh, you know, stop together and, and attend one of the parties and, and say hello. But um, if you're not, um, we'll be doing some, some coverage uh, from the floor and, uh, it should be great. It is. It is unequivocally my favorite set of radio. It is on the floor at conferences, um, you know, in, in the hub of everything. So anyway, if you can't make the conferences, we we got you covered. If it ain't conference season, it's duck season. <laughs> um, and now we've got. I mean, there there just is is just a, a ton going on here. I don't even know where you want to start. Like we've got you know this sort of stream of of different subjects as we do. Um, every week that we can we can sort of chat on. Well, where do you want to start? Let's start at. Uh, you know what? I think we should. Last week we reported that Google was being Google was being uh, 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 and and Facebook were being called on the carpet by like fifty different states. Every every state government is uh, going after Google for anti-competitive practices. Yep. Came out this week that one of Google's biggest competitors is also doing some pretty damn anti-competitive stuff. Amazon got busted for um, manipulating its uh, search results to boost its own products and thus boost its own profits. Um, 
just you know, you have folks understand who Amazon is, the largest retail marketplace, largest digital retail marketplace, um, like ever. Um, yep. And uh, Amazon's like sort of two different things. Part, one side of Amazon is Amazon stuff, Amazon stock, Amazon books, Amazon branded branded stuff. The other side is people running their own stores via the Amazon platform. They all come out in the same search. So you're looking for blue widgets on Amazon. You're going to see Amazon blue widgets and also independent retailers selling blue widgets. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure everyone can fill in the blanks of the, for the rest of the story. Amazon has been caught uh, jinxing around with its algorithm or uh, juicing its, uh, its, its search results to prominently feature uh, listings that are profitable to, um, well, Amazon. Ugh. So the big, hoary, ethical question, um, private business, but private business that provides a theoretically uh, straight up search feature. What's your take on this? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I have the same problem as you do in my head um, where I'm going, it is their company, right? They, this is their product line. I have many clients who run e-commerce stores. I don't make them put, you know, obviously in their results and the way things are ordered, we, you know, it, it's just structured to be their, what people want and their most profitable stuff, right? Like that's how e-commerce works. <laughs> that's, that's how, how business works is, is you, you put forward that thing you, you want people to, to purchase. Um, so I, you know, on one hand, I'm like, of, of course they do. Um, on the other hand, um, and I think what it ends up running down to is more on the people listing it need to be informed of this. And it's, it's sort of a case of, do I think it's anti-competitive? Do I think the law should be, you know, breaking down their door? It's not like Google in, in that context. So no, I, I, I don't actually think they do. But like, I don't think that there's a, a sort of legal action needed in a case like this because they're kind of doing, in my opinion, what e-commerce companies do. But letting all those people who list in there and making a full disclosure um, and even legally making a full disclosure required going, you can list your stuff, we're going to favor our own. Right? Like just being clear and not misleading other people who might be listing there into believing um, that as long as they just have, you know, the, the, the best result, then, then they will be listed. Um, I, I think that should be, should be mandated in there because it, it, I don't think it's misleading to consumers because the site is operating as it should. But I do think it's misleading to the other people who are listing there who may be believing that they're in a, in a level playing field. And as long as they are the best and, and with good reviews, and, then they're going to do, you know, be treated equally when yeah, in fact they're not. In a weird way, I disagree with you um, in that Amazon has become um, the dominant retail marketplace. I mean, there's, there's Alibaba, perhaps, um, in, 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 in the Chinese-speaking world, is bigger. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the English-speaking world, Amazon is it. It's, it, it I think um, one could... Argue. I don't know if they could successfully argue, but one could argue that Amazon is large enough that it does wield monopolistic powers, um, or it's capable of wielding monopolistic powers, certainly over its own platform and environment. Right. Um, so I know it's an interesting case. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm going to be interested in watching it closely. But people who are there's a, there's a rising um, sector of SEO, SEO for Amazon. Um, this is something that, that, that people who are working in the Amazon environment really need to be aware of. Right. Yeah. And, and I, obviously, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, and as marketers, yeah, 100%, we need to pay very close attention to what's going on because it may change what we do. Um, so we will keep folks covered as, as this sort of unfolds um, because it's, it's kind of important if you like to sell stuff. Yeah. Well, and also, if you think you're working in a fair playing field, you kind of, um, you know, um, and maybe, maybe you have to, maybe there's a way to uh, set up your pages or your descriptions, um, your images to comp. Who knows, right? But right. marketers in uh, in Amazon, beware. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to be taking a commercial break in a few minutes. Before we get to that. 
There's lots, you know, SEOs uh, uh, brag that they can rank anything. <laughs> I, I love to make that brag. I can rank anything. Give me something, I'll rank it. I don't care. You know, just mm-hmm. bring it on. If you're in the uh, in the in the field of uh, of paid search, you virtually well can rank anything, right? Right. Maybe not. There's a whole bunch of stuff that no matter how much you pay, you just can't pay to get ranked. And uh, finally, finally, somebody has gotten together a list of stuff that people won't take your money for. For instance, on Facebook and Instagram, you're not allowed to do promotions around gambling, state lotteries, um, illegal drugs, online pharmacies, uh, alcohol, um, if you're doing an alcohol treatment program because it mentions alcohol, you got to get it like you got to be certified. So that's Facebook. There's a whole bunch of rules. Like you can't do tobacco, illegal products, uh, firearms, weapons, no ads for that on, on Facebook. On Google, no counterfeit goods, no dangerous products or services. Um, so that 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 um, electric skateboard. Well, they're letting you advertise it anyway. Ads that enable dishonest behavior <laughs> um, like, you know, uh, inappropriate content. Uh, adult content, alcohol, etc. There's a great list in Search Engine Land. If you are ever interested in stuff that you just can't pay to rank, that's a great list. It is. I was surprised um, to see, and, and I understand that some are, are allowed in there, but they are heavily restricted. Um, is I was surprised that Bitcoin wasn't in these lists um, in cryptocurrency because there are some pretty tight restrictions on on some of those, but. Uh, LinkedIn, there might be a restriction there. You can't advertise financial services. Um, <laughs> and uh, for uh, on Pinterest, there may be a restriction for some cryptocurrencies as you're not allowed to uh, market counterfeit goods. <laughs> Again, this is another, uh, another one of those cheat sheets or... Um, uh, uh, articles that should be a must read for people in the digital marketing area, a uh, marketing arena. Even if you're not, even if you're only confined to, to SEO, it's still good to know where you can plan forward and plan, uh, where you can and cannot promote certain types of um, certain types of product. Yeah. Uh, and it does change, I guess for, for folks in you and I are in Canada, right? Um, for folks who are in different locations, it may be different where you are. Just like the little disclaimer, right? Like these, all these entities do tend to react to different um, you know, environments. I've seen that a lot in my paid ads where it's like, I'll, I'll get this big notice like, oh, okay, it's got limited. And I'm like, and of course, I sort of go, oh, crap. Okay, what have I done wrong here? And it's like, well, it's limited in Russia. I'm like, okay, that's not my target market for this client. So no problem. Um, you know, they, they only sell within the you know, continental United States or whatever, but things can change in, in where you have different restrictions in, in different locations based on their laws. So take, take this list, use it as sort of the, the baseline and, and, and your region may be, uh, may be different if you're outside the U.S. Okay. Um, I just got note from the studio. We are now streaming live. So folks who were listening who have, who have just joined us um, or who were listening for us and, uh, heard dead air rather than uh, Dave or my voice. Uh, we had technical difficulties at the beginning of the show. We are back on air now. Um, so Ooh. if uh, if we do are, if we are taking breaks at weird times or whatever, uh, apologies. We're trying to, we're trying to weave ourselves back into the uh, <laughs> back into the normal schedule. Uh, apparently, y'all were hearing a rerun. Um, so we've changed topics rather abruptly. <laughs> okay. We probably got time for one more, one more real quick one before we go to a, uh, before we go to commercial break. Um, here's one: the LinkedIn skills assessments. I don't know what to think about this. So, you know how you remember a couple? Remember, what was it? Five or six years ago, when people were allowed to like assign skills to you, and then everybody's just started like assigning everyone else mad skills. Yep. Like I don't know. I, I, I'm skilled in like uh, SEO. I'm skilled skilled in link building. I'm skilled in PPC. I'm skilled in content creation. I'm skilled in Freemasonry. I'm skilled in beekeeping. I'm skilled in um, making butter and cream. Apparently, according to LinkedIn, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I don't know a damn thing about beekeeping. Um, now, well, one one of the one of the things that 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 people I guess who use LinkedIn for uh, for 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 job seeking or whatever they were they were 
they wished that employers were able to see their levels of competency in various things that, uh, that they're called expert in. So LinkedIn, coming to the rescue and help here, has come up with skills assessments. So if you score 70% or higher on whatever skills assessment, say you say you're skilled in Microsoft Excel, um, if you score, say, 70% or higher, they will give you a little badge you can have beside your uh, beside that skill saying um, you are certified to be real good at Microsoft Excel. That got me thinking, what if someone says you're really good at SEO? Who's coming up with that skills assessment? Well, that's a great, a great question. Um, and one I find interesting, you know, just while we're on this one, if, if you look at Dr. Uh, Dr. Pete Myers uh, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, it was one I just happened to notice this a few days ago while I was in LinkedIn and was like, oh, that's funny. Um, like he now has to do the test if he wants to get that certification for knitwear, animal husbandry, and waste management. <laughs> Excellent. So uh -huh. maybe, maybe, maybe don't totally trust the skills that you see there. You called it like people were – you know, you, you could sort of put things for people. And, and I think people were having a little bit of fun with Pete on that one, obviously. Oh, at, um, one, at one point, I think people thought they were complimenting you by giving you skills that you'd never, in some field you'd never even heard of. Like, you know, um, I'm, apparently I'm a great mycologist. <laughs> which is true. By the way, I've tried to spread every mushroom under the sun. They're real good. <laughs> um, so I, I do think it's good. I think there are core skills that we could all like, you can sort of go. Yeah. I mean, you listed one Excel, right? Like, okay. Yeah. There's, there's certain, you know, tests that'd be pretty easy to give to go. Yeah. You're, you're skilled at this, right? Like you, you have some base level skill that we can easily prove that you probably know advanced functionality or, or at least intermediate functionality, but you're right. Something like SEO um, would be quite difficult. PPC, not so much. I mean, and I only say that because uh, Google's got some tests for it. So there you go. Um, mm -hmm. You could do the same sort of testing. But yeah, SEO would be, would be very difficult since people I respect like, and, and, and think are very bright and, and very, very talented SEOs. And I disagree <laughs> on what might be going on at any given time. Um, so, you know, it, who, who would possibly... Uh, make up this test. So you, you bring up a good point. There's some things that really would be very, very difficult to test on. Yeah, for years, people talked about like bringing some some form of certification to the SEO industry, to which most other S most SEOs who've been around for a while just look at them and go, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like noble effort, but it ain't going to happen. Yeah, um, well, and if nothing else, to actually do an accurate test would mean that I would have to, if I was being asked to, to, to assist in the development of this test, I, if I wanted to make sure that person had advanced stuff, would have to be telling and testing on stuff. I don't really necessarily just give away as information, but <laughs> I would actually have to go, oh, okay, this is like sort of one of those things I would, I would you know, naturally keep to myself a little bit or, or not get really specific, um, you know, with somebody in regards to specific techniques on, on you know, internal linking structures or, or something like that. Right? Like I'm sure you have them. I think everybody, most of our listeners probably have them where it's like, yeah, you know what? I totally love writing, love, uh, love doing a podcast. And I will generally give away 98, 99%. <laughs> but there's going to be this little chunk where it's like, yeah, no, I, I'll tell like a couple of my friends, but I don't want this getting out too fast. Usually that's just little techniques that are probably time sensitive. And you're just like, okay, this will work for a very brief period of time. And, and so, you know, let's, <laughs> let's, let, let's not let everybody know what. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I, you know what? I, I, I could babble endlessly. You know what? I can, I can actually just end the statement there because all of our listeners will know that's true. Um, but uh, but we, we probably need to pay some bills. which is Probably need to pay some bills. So, friends, there will be a test on this. We have to go. <laughs> A commercial here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. The show is recorded live to podcast. 2019. Stick around. More Webcology after these messages.
Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Online anytime. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 19th of September, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and this show was recorded live to podcast again at the end of summer. Dude, it's two more days, and it's officially done. I know. I know. Did you get out and enjoy it? I did. You know what? I, I, I totally did. So, um, yeah, and I'm sure I, I'm going to hope you did too. Different, uh, you know, different part of the can- uh, of the country. But um, I, I hear you guys have some stuff there that, that might be worth seeing. Uh, we have some beautiful stuff here, but I didn't get out to see it nearly as much as I wanted to because this summer was one of the busier summers of my life. I don't know what it was like, like uh, up until June, crickets. After June, the floodgates opened, and I've been going gangbusters, like like literally 12-hour days for much of the summer. I did take a week off, but, you know, that's never enough, eh? You know what? I, I think I think the universe just knew what uh, what happens to uh, idle gym hands. And so. <laughs> <laughs> It'd keep me out of trouble, that's for sure. Okay. So... Google, uh, what was it, last week? Was it two weeks ago? Google said that it was going to like be messing with its algorithm a little bit to try to promote more original content, more original. Uh, <laughs> um, Google's, trying, Google's trying to deal with um, its own scourge of, uh, for want of a better term, fake news or mm-hmm. news. So the way it's chosen to deal with it is go to the original publisher. If it's, if it's uh, original source publishing, chances are it's not copied or bastardized from somebody else, eh? Right. Now, that's good in theory. It's nice to say this is what we want to do. Unfortunately, the machine still works the way the machine works. And as it turns out, Google is continuing to rank syndicated content over original content. Um, original content, say, it's licensed to be republished by other publishers. Um, let's say, like, like, say, Yahoo. Remember Yahoo? Oh, I... The name is ringing a bell. Yeah, now, not only was Yahoo a, you know, at, at, in its day, a fairly significant search engine, to this day, it remains one of the largest publishing networks on earth. Eh? Mm-hmm. It's got content upon content upon, and all that content is interlinked. So it's a, um, well, it's kind of a behemoth to try to compete against it for rankings, even if you're the size of, say, the New York Times or, or Associated Press. Because, I mean, you could be the New York Times and you're awfully big. Yahoo's still bigger. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so um, Google's come across a number of problems in, in, in actually trying to carry through with it. We're going to publish not fake news mission. Um, 
not not that news at Yahoo's fake or anything like I'm not trying I'm not saying that, but syndicated content is still outranking original content. Yeah, and it makes like if we if we just keep our SEO hats on for just a second, I think we can all understand how this is happening, right? Like it 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 naturally makes sense that this is happening. You called it. You're like, yes, these are big sites. But Yahoo is bigger, just on pure strength, internal linking structure. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're not using um, canonicals is yep. a, a problem, right? Um, I do wonder, because Yahoo is such a powerhouse, like you could basically handpick the sites that are causing problems for publishers like this. I think it's, they have to be powerhouse sites. You could basically manually deal with this. I do wonder if we're going to see um, Yahoo sort of manually and, and sites like it sort of manually adjusted to go, okay, when we see this, we really need to look at, was there something that came up first from a, from a, from a solid site? Um, you know, and, and could that be, and, and this push be the sort of final nail in the coffin for, you know, a site like Yahoo? Well, no, I mean, Yahoo, Yahoo has still got like finance, still got sports. Um, it's true. They do produce their own good, unique content. And I love your call on finance there because that's actually one of my favorite sort of financial, like their layout and all. the information is great for finance. Well, yeah. I mean, when, when you're, when you're looking for quick stock, uh, quick stock information, you can't beat it. Uh, historic information. Google's good, but Yahoo's still better. Yeah. Uh, they've been, they've been, they've been screwing with their interface for like 25, 20, 22, 25 years now. So, um, so again, Big problem Google's having. Uh, Google's trying to solve it. Expect to see uh, more incremental changes in in the news algorithm, but um, don't expect to see Google change the way their entire machine <laughs> works because they can't. Um, <laughs> Good point. Um, one thing Google can do, uh, and this is a uh, a. Uh, 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 kind of a bummer for 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 seos um is mess with the size and length of the of, of displayed title on screen mm -hmm. so did you hear that the other day they decided to shorten what they're showing on on uh, in the search results by like five characters i did and i've actually mid audit for a client and was like well i'm glad it happened now rather than after i handed it over because <laughs> i would have had to go back and sort of adjust it wouldn't have been big adjustments but now I can just present it right. Um, what do you think? To me, this makes absolutely perfect sense. I have told all clients just hold, give this a couple of weeks, and if it's still there, then we'll we'll come up with a strategy. But let's just we've seen this, right? Like you've been to this rodeo. Yeah. Let's just you know just hold for a minute, see what happens. Um, but either way, I mean, it, basically, it's it's on my end anyway. It's more about how fast do we have to react do we have to like gut everything or if they pull back can we take a, a more slow approach to the migration right if you have e-commerce okay just make sure you're fitting it for the next one but it makes sense to me because it's helping to bridge that gap between mobile and desktop like yep we, we're writing titles for desktop still um and and well, it, it's it's just not google clearly is favoring mobile so this makes perfect sense to me I'm of a couple minds on this. I mean, first off, you know, you know, you know, my 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 style of title writing hasn't um, changed dramatically in the in the last twenty years. I'm still doing the uh, trying to get like multiple keyword phrases in a title, mm -hmm. um, going with the most prominent at the very beginning, uh, secondary keyword phrase in the middle, and, and often uh, identifying the name of the company and the name of the firm, whoever owns the website in the in the last option, and mm -hmm. I don't care if um, the company's name gets cut off by Google in the search results because people know they're going there anyway, right? right. It says who so on the URL, it says who so in the breadcrumbs underneath, um, likely says who so in the description somewhere. Mm -hmm. So the length of your title, how it looks on the search results page might have a bearing on click-through rates, but it doesn't actually have a bearing on um, ranking. Google's taking your information out of the title regardless of length. Now, I mean, if you write one that's like a gajillion miles long, Google will truncate like how much it bothers reading just because it only has, you know, crawl resource. Um, 
Although I'm not, I've never heard of it not reading the entire title. I don't know anything about that. I do know that it'll truncate what's displayed directly on screen, though, and that'll make people think that your website looks amateurish. Indeed. And, I mean, there's always the, you know, and how I've described it with descriptions or whatever. To your point, yeah, Google may see, and I, I can't remember. I know there is a, a character count. Um, I can't remember where it actually cuts off, but it's, it's big. When it's, actually, when, it's, when it's reading the title during, during rendering or spidering? It, it will come yeah, off. They, you know what? I'll, I'll look it up during uh, during our break. But what we need to remember, I, I've never even come close to hitting it because it's, it's so long. Um, but what to, to I think what your core point would be is you're just diluting. Like if you have a title that long, you know, you put your primary, maybe a secondary in there. Uh, they they are given you know X weight, right? Like they they are given the weight relative to their visibility and the overall length of 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 what's going on in there. Um, I'm not talking keyword density, but positioning and, and, and sort of relevancy overall of your title. If you have 200 words <laughs> in your title, how relevant, what have you just done to that primary, sure. right? So. Mm. For sure, for sure. So anyway, I think webmasters should be aware of that again. So what are we looking at now? I think we're looking at, um... 84, 85 uh, characters you can use in the full title statement before it gets truncated on screen? According to Rank Ranger, our, our, our friends over there, um, it has just dropped. Of course, I, I love that they've got decimals. So it's like uh, um, to about 51. Whoa. Um, now will be, will, be, will be totally visible. So it, it's quite a, quite a drop now. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, First off, you should be able to cover that. Like a lot of traffic's coming in on mobile, so you should be able to cover it. I think it might actually push us to do a slightly better job with descriptions because they're going to be more important now <laughs> for, for our overall visibility on, on the page. So I'm hoping that we'll sort of go, okay, I've only got you know my 51 there. I'm going to need to get my secondaries or, or make sure that I'm, I'm boosting that relevancy and do a better job for, for click-through rate in my um, you know, in my description tag, because I no longer have those characters available to me in the title. A Which lot of them were great off because the description ain't going to help with ranking a lot. It'll just help people make decide to, to click on your site. Indeed, indeed. So it, it's interesting. I, like I, I find it, I find it all quite fascinating for me, um, and I'm sure for you. And yeah, then you're looking at client sites, going, all right, you know, trying to send screaming frog over it and take a look at these character <laughs> counts. <laughs> All right. Now, if you're of the mind to think this way, and that you know, we don't judge, we don't judge around here. You, you know, you might want to tell your clients that you need to provide a little bit more clarity in the search results, and you know, give yourself um, I don't know, several months more work. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely something to think about. Um, and and again, it's if uh, like Dave was saying, it is probably time to to to, to fire up Screaming Frog and. Uh, Check out some of those title links because if it looks bad in the SERPs, it's probably going to look bad in your in your uh, traffic report later. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else do we have? Um, I've got a super exciting one for me. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we need to mention his name, so you you can you can find the story from from back on the sixteenth um, over on Search Engine Land, written by your friend and mine, Barry Schwartz. <laughs> Um, and it's um, a test for, for Google testing in this video um, search feature. So showing a video and then right below it showing a, the, the example is Indian street food tour, right? Video. And then below that samosas and it'll jump you right to, you know, one minute 40 yogurt two eighteen. you know, lamb four I'm just listing the exact example people find when they go to read the story. So, that in and of itself is interesting. Like I think of that in the context of a lot of tutorials that I'd be watching. Like I'm sure you, you know, go to them too, or it's like, okay, I just need to know how to do this thing. And then you land at a video and you're like, it's 28 minutes long. <laughs> like that's, I, I don't need that. I just need, I like it. I need to know how to tie a bow tie, not, you know, this, this half an hour long. It, the first time it took me about that long, but you know, not this half an hour long, you know, analysis and the history of, right? Like let's just jump to it. So I love that just as a user, but what in, like immediately hit me and, and folks who have, who have paid search, especially if you're doing video, um, watch for this. It, it's not announced or anything. This is just Dave guessing, 
but I immediately started to think of, oh, okay, I can drop my ads in there, right? Like it now ha will have an increased relevancy jump point. Oh, Dave's actually looking only to tie a bow tie. He's not looking for the history of bow ties across Europe, right? Or whatever it, it might be that in this video. So when I land there, yeah, let's fire an ad in on bow ties because I know he's not interested in history. He's just interested in figuring this thing out and he obviously likes bow ties. Or he's in the middle of swearing at bow ties. One of those two things is happening at that time. But um, yeah, for, from a paid search, I was like, oh, I can just see this is going to open up some opportunities for us to get some more relevancy and start getting our ads in at specific jumping points uh, when people have gone, oh, I'm actually interested in samosas, right? Okay, great. Then, then we'll go in there and I can inject ads in there where somebody's gone in on lamb, you know, you, you might do a different thing. Bad example probably, but um, you know, I, I think, you know, I think of videos related to computer stuff. I've jumped to the OS section. Oh, okay. Well then let's, you know, start funneling ads in there. Whereas on hardware, I might start pumping in ads related to, you know, motherboards or, or, or keyboards or whatever. So uh, I think it's, it's, you can probably tell, super exciting for me. I think this is going to open up a, a lot of doors on the paid search side related to video, and, and I'm really interested to see where it goes. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm going to be really interested in the analytics around this. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. If, if you're putting up a bunch of video content, now you actually have um, the users telling you, telling you directly through analytics, I'm banging on this side of on this section of your video over and over and over again. This is what really interests me. And anything that, that informs content creators, what the audience is really, really into, I'm all for it. You know, and that's, that's a really, really valid point and one that I hadn't thought about. I immediately jumped to paid search. You're, you're the content producer. Yeah, um, like, so you immediately go to like, yeah, that'd be great. I know they like 90% are jumping to samosas. Fantastic. Um, no, and now you know how to do an entire rest of other stuff that no one cares about, right? Well, exactly. And then just, okay, well, I guess I'm doing a whole show on samosas <laughs> around the world. Um, that's a great point. Really, really interesting point. Um, now, I, I, how this is going to affect um, how um, video creators um, create and monetize uh, their stuff up on YouTube, that, that's, that's going to be interesting. Oh, hey, speaking of, YouTube... YouTube has graduated one of its first megastars back to traditional television. Uh, do you, you ever heard of Supergirl Lily Singh? No. Supergirl Lily Singh is a, uh, a, a young woman from Scarborough, Ontario, a, a, a bedroom or suburb of, of Toronto, um, who had a uh, – strong empowering uh show for 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 young women especially young indian women in in uh, in canada on youtube um one of she was a massive massive hit she is now the first woman of color to have a u.s late night tv show her uh her show debuted the other night uh she took over carson davies time slot on, on nbc starting at one uh, late nights with lily singh at uh 1 in the morning uh, following seth myers Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So and just, just if you're if you're out there plugging away on YouTube, trying to, you know, we're all trying to make our money. We're all trying to eat, right? You're out there plugging away. Keep at it. It's frustrating. It's, it's got to be frustrating <laughs> as hell. But there, you know, if you if you if, if, if you keep at it, you might make a breakthrough. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, we should grab our last break. It's um, about quarter to the hour at the time that this was recorded live to podcast on the 19th of uh, September, 2019. Hey, did you know this was a great palindrome day? 9-19-19? Oh, that's right. I, I had forgotten it, but I, I once knew it. <laughs> well, it's it's almost done. Uh, it's, this is the last palindrome week of, uh, of the rest of our lives, actually. Um, the next one comes around, I think, in 21-something. Anyway, on behalf of Dave Davis from Baseline Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedge from Digital Always Media. Digital Always Media, you are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. We've got more segments coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest literary festival in the U.S. Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, 
a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo, award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Denticott, Taya Obrecht, Julie Oranger, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Kutlowitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami-Dade College campus, November 17th to the 24th. For details, schedules, and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, a flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 19th of September, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, you know one thing I've noticed recently, Dave? What's that? Roscoe never lets me interview George Will. Last time I asked, you said something about being rabid. And I don't know. I don't think George Will's that bad. Um, anyway, um, uh, Webmaster Radio does um, helps helps uh, with the Miami Book Fair. We are the official radio and podcast network of the Miami Book Fair. And uh, if you find yourself in Miami around the time the book fair is on, oh, my God, you got to be there. It's the largest one in the United States. It's just, just a phenomenal show. So I got, I got a story here that um, – you know, in the break, uh, I, 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 I know that, that, that Mary's not in or I would have messenger say, a messenger saying, please tie Dave down to his chair before <laughs> we, we go into this one. So I know this is going to drive you crazy. This is going to send you from zero to 60, but we got to talk about it anyway, okay? Uh, okay, I'm buckled in. A report comes out. This has, been, this has been going on for a couple of years now, but a report has come out. Search query report shows a huge increase in Google close variant traffic. <laughs> the audible intake of breath. There we go. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Google is um, serving up ads in times when you really might want them served up, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What's going on here? Like, 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 this isn't an increase. This is a big increase. Yeah, it's <sighs> – yeah. It's just I, yeah, I'm just going to call it you know Sorry, a spade man. a spade here. Um, like in in my no, I'm not even going to say how. Like in my opinion, and and it is an opinion. Um, it's just not fair. And and the reason for this, there there's two core reasons for this. And and you know, people who have who have decent managers, and I like to consider my one of their paid accounts, are in a better spot, but still not a great spot. Um, and, and the reason for that is there's, there's some great scripts. I know we've, we've talked about them. Um, you know, the optimizer team came out with it. that will sort of do monitoring for this and auto pause some, you know, if they cross thresholds and, and, and that's great. And there's some good advice. And if you've got a good management team, they're watching your negatives. I was just doing that this morning, going through all the campaigns as I do a couple times a week and just purging some, you know, some, some bad crap. Um, you know, so, so we're sort of on it, but what is driving me nuts um, isn't just, hey, gee, it's created more work for me. At the end of the day, actually, it's a win. You know, it's like when they went, everybody HTTPS, whether you need it or not. Fantastic, I guess. <laughs> like, that's money for me because it just took me, you know, my time and, and clients need to pay for that um, to get this job done. 
but my clients are getting not much more, if anything, um, you know, from, from this, from this opening up, except that it's taking me more time. So I either can charge them more or take away from the creative work I would have been doing because now I need to monitor this crap. Um, it, it, it's driving me nuts. And, and one of the big reasons is words have a meaning on purpose. The word exact means a very specific thing. The word phrase has a specific thing. And, you know, enhanced, broad, and broad have a thing they're meant to be. And if I want them to be more than that, I will add more variance in. <laughs> like I'll go, you know what? I want it the other way. So I will add that into my phrase or exact. I want it. It, it, it just drives me nuts. And it, it's, to me, it's kind of stealing. Even when Google's not getting the money, it has just cost my client because I'm having to take their money to monitor and fix something. Um, it, it's just not fair. It, it's, it's, it, it's just not fair. Um, and I being a policy. Gating keywords, like, like writing in negative keywords so they don't come up, eh? Well, exactly. And it's gone off the rails in some case. Now, in Google's defense, they're better than Bing right now. That used to not be the case. I don't know what's going on at Bing, but Bing's kind of like gone off on weird directions on like the enhanced broad. <laughs> they're just like, I, at least on the campaigns I, I'm working on, they, they've kind of gone off the rails. Fortunately, their cost per click is low enough that the CPA is still decent. But um, yeah, it, it's whenever either of them does that and, and takes control, and this is where I get into ranting, and I, I'm sure you've heard it many times across a few different issues, but anytime you take control away from me when it actually should have been there, like I actually should, exact match, it should just be a thing that means the word exact. <laughs> like That's what it's called, and it should just be that. Phrase meant a thing, broad meant a thing, you know, enhanced broad meant a thing. Um, and, and to take that away when there was actually no reason, you know, I can log in, you can show me in the recommendations, hey, add these keywords in. No problem. Great. Let me know. You might catch something, but I should get to make that call. And there's all sorts of different ad targeting, you know, dynamic ad targeting and stuff like that, where you can, you can create these scenarios and sort of let it go. But at least you know to monitor it. And I really feel sorry because there's a lot of business owners that are just going to, they're not listening to our show. Like, it's not that they think it's bad. They just don't even know <laughs> that, that, that this is something that they need to care about because when they set it up, the word exact meant a thing. Now, you should be monitoring more than that, paying attention to the news if you're running ads. But I feel sorry for those small business owners, and I know many of them. I'm related to some of them, right, who don't have a management team. And I'll sort of help them out, but I'm, they're not putting them in my, like, twice-a-week rotation because I'm not being paid to. Um, not because I'm a jerk, but because I have to care about my clients. But yeah, these these small business owners are are kind of hoop, right? Like, how are they supposed to deal with this um, when they don't even know that it's happening, and suddenly their CPAs are going down, and they can't quite figure it out or or whatnot? It, it's I, I just yeah, you 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 knew going in that you were just winding Dave up and about to send him because this is the thing that bothers me the most that Google's doing right now is is taking away these controls and, and they're consistently doing it. They're doing some great things. It's not all bad. They're doing some great things too and giving us some nice reporting functions and, and that sort of thing. But um, this one just sort of shows the arrogance um, that they have right now in, in the market. And I would love, love, love to see some new players come in there and sort of chisel them down a little bit and, um, you know, maybe wipe that smirk off. Like you can't do anything to these advertisers because there are more places to go. So you need to give them a little bit more respect than you're obviously doing right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, as things stand right now, not a lot of other places to go. One of them was Amazon and we dealt with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and, and then actually this, 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 this is going to become a problem moving into the future as, um, you know, as advertisers look to um, optimize, for want of a better word, optimize their ad spends, when you're looking at a, a, a decrease of 10 to 15% um, in, in clicks, that might save uh, over, over actual exact matches. That might save your uh, clients some, some money, and it might even save them some, uh, it might even save them some, some irrelevant clicks, but it's a volume game. You know, it's advertising. It's a volume game. The more, the more eyeballs you get your ad in front of, the better you're going to do. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, 
Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you do want to get it, but like, as, as you know, and you can see it is certainly in the, like, you know, you go through your analytics and you're like, all right, let's look at how people got here and, and the various areas they came from. And some of these paths are like six, seven, eight long, right? Where you it's like, oh, okay, well, we advertised on, you know, Facebook, you know, Google, you know, and over on this site here and you'll see them all in there. And it's like, wow, okay, that's, that's, that's great. Um, you know, so yeah, advertising in multiple places is, is, is great. But when you see this bleed, um, you know what, I'm, I'm circling back and I, I don't need to because I was, I was about to like circle back and start ranting about the same thing that I've already ranted about and we probably have time for like one more story. So Actually, well, I don't think we have time for one more story, but we do have time to, to get this out. There's something I really, really, I, I really want to do because we don't do this sort of thing often enough. Uh, 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 Spencer, uh, Stefan Spencer just had a baby. Isn't that cool? That is. Just became a daddy, and uh, we don't get to. See, we don't. We don't, we don't congratulate often enough. And um, Stefan is one of those guys. Like he was just. He was just such a. Uh, in the in the early days, he was just one of those quiet geniuses who came into himself and totally found himself. And um, just his life is just. I, mean, I am in awe of Stefan Spencer's life. <laughs> you know, I think he's got a great life, and uh, he just had a baby. So congratulations, dude. Um, yeah. Very much. Okay, that's that's awesome. Thank you for ending it on a on a happy note. Happy hey, note. We, we got to do that once in a while. We don't do that often enough. We'll work on that. That's that, that's much better than ending it on Dave's rant. So thank you. <laughs> well, and Stefan is actually is is literally. I, I never I never see this guy, but whenever I do, it's such a good experience. You know, I, I never see this guy often enough, but whenever I do come across him, it's I I I just love hanging out with him. So I I can't wait to meet to meet his kid. Anyway, that's it. We've gone full circle all the way around the clock, and we're going to be back next week. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the 19th of September, 2019. We ain't coming back till the autumn, which is next week. You've got two days to enjoy the summer, so get out there and do what you can. Get some enjoyment in. Stay safe. Be well. Rank good. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm.